This episode of Where to Begin With will feature heavy spoilers of the movie Triangle from 2009. If you've never seen the movie before and you want to take part in this series of Where to Begin With, then please hit stop right now. Go away, check out the movie, write up your review and submit it in to be featured on next month's show. However, if you have seen the movie or you just don't care about spoilers, then keep listening on. Don't say you weren't warned. You know what I do when I have a bad dream? I close my eyes and I think of something nice. So let's go sailing. Wind's dropped out on us. Get below deck now. Get the life jacket. Thank God. Hello? Where is everybody? You enter a place you have never been. I recognize this corridor. Everything you see, you have seen before. Welcome back to a brand new season of Where to Begin With. This is season number four. This is the first season that we are doing where we have essentially amalgamated what was Movie Club over on the main feed for podcasts under the stairs under this umbrella. This umbrella which is Where to Begin With. And whilst we're on season four, we are turning our attention back to the world of horror. We are doing science fiction horror over the entirety of this season but we're having fun with it and we're breaking it up into subcategories and groupings of movies. The first grouping is time travel horror and the first movie that I've selected for this is Triangle from 2009. Now Triangle is one of those movies which has steadily carved out a a degree of interest and support amongst Horror fans, it wasn't a huge success when it first came out. This one is directed and written by Christopher Smith. Now, Christopher Smith himself comes from a kind of almost horror comedy background, primarily um, being known as the guy behind Severance, and Black Death had a bit of humour in it. But he'd also done Creep, which was his kind of first foray into proper, kind of full-on, good old-fashioned horror cinema. Creep is a movie which is incredibly uncomfortable to watch and kind of existed in that time period where British horror was all about claustrophobic spaces and weird creatures there within. Uh, Severance, which you would follow up with, is your kind of classic horror comedy. It's um, a, a bunch of kind of loutish and groupish English office workers taking a break in Eastern Europe and being hunted by uh, kind of cannibalistic you know, mutated 
war veterans, that I think is the way we would describe it. And he then went from there and then did Tur Triangle as his next movie. Triangle is a science fiction horror movie and was, you know, his... In a lot of respects, his levelling up. I think of those first three horror movies. In fact, if I actually look at his entire catalogue, I think this was the one where I think his writing and filmmaking were at their peak. The movie itself stars Melissa George, stars Joshua McIver, Jack Taylor, Michael Dorman, Henry Nixon, Rachel Campani, Emma Lung, Liam Hemsworth and Brian Probitz. The synopsis for this one is listed on IMDb as five friends set sail on their yacht and it's overturned by a strange and sudden storm. A mysterious ship arrives to rescue them and what happens next cannot be explained. So this movie came out in or around the same time as Time Crimes um, by, uh, was it, uh, what's his name, Natural Vigalondo and... Time Crimes to me is the better movie. I know some people would argue that and they prefer Triangle, but we've already covered Time Crimes as part of a movie club, so there's no point in doing it here. Time Crimes is the one I was going for because I think that's the one where the idea of the paradox and time look is actually handled smartest. In this movie, it's handled different and in a clever horror fashion. This is a better horror movie, hands down, complete to time crimes its pacing is surprisingly good i mean this is a movie that manages to cram in a whole hell of a lot into what is ostensibly an hour and 40 minutes and weaves twists and turns in such a clever and smart fashion that yes it falls apart when you sit down and take a look at it from the point of view of you know, does temporal science make sense here? That's going to happen in almost every horror time travel movie. In fact, it's going to happen in any time travel movie at all because when you think about it too long, something is going to happen that's going to break your your belief in the story you're seeing. But what is so smart about this is that it does play into that, but it also never fully leans on it. This movie is not like building itself, like Time Crimes does to an extent, around the idea of temporal mechanics or the ideas specifically there within about the laws of physics that guide us through uh, time and space. This one is using it purely as a smart plot device. What you get is a story of um, surprising nastiness uh, and kind of gruesome kills that weaves twists and turns in a way that gets really exciting to watch. The design of the, the main killer themselves, which once again, very similar to Time Crimes, which is why the two get lumped in together is the idea of the kind of the, the sack over the head bandage wearing killer. Um, it, it's gruesome looking. It really, really looks gnarly. And because you get that look being the way it is as well, it affords the movie the opportunity to be very, very playful with the way it kills off characters and then brings them back as well. And as a result of that, you genuinely get an idea where you're never quite sure if what's going to happen next is permanent or not. That builds up a great deal of suspense. Um, and when that suspense is in full flow, you genuinely feel yourself get sucked more and more in to the movie. Um, on top of that as well, it actually plays with some loftier subject matter without ever getting too heady itself. You know, it deals with complex emotional 
character traits, but once again, never solely depends on the viewer accepting those as concrete. And I think that's another thing that Christopher Smith is, in this time period anyway, very good at. He wants to include things, but never at any point make them the, you know, the kind of, the, the central core of anyone that we were like, ah, so it's actually a surrogate for remorse. So the whole movie's about remorse, you know, it's, it, it's putting it out there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's about. Or, you know, it's actually about regret. It's about things that we wish we'd done. So that's what the whole movie's an allegory about that. It's never like that either. It plays with it in a smart way and weaves in between. Like I say, one of the big things that stands for it in, in its favour with me is its pacing. Its pacing is is razor sharp and because you get those resets there is a degree of lethargy that should come in when you are following characters repeating the same things they've done before or a desired outcome which you expect to see that you probably will get. It's the same way when you watch something like Groundhog Day um, but it can be broken and this movie almost smartly uses the techniques that David Lynch uses in Mulholland Drive and the infamous setup scene of the character talking about the dream and then the reveal there within, which kind of breaks a law of how cinema should work. By its very definition, if you are expecting the scare and you're expecting the setup and you've been told what it is, and nay, in Triangle, you've been shown what it is, it should be lessened upon its reveal. Triangle never really falls into that, which is kind of awesome as well. Kind of manages to hold that back. Now, I know there are certain people out there that do feel that it does run a bit long. I am not one of them. I know there are some that feel the further the movie goes in and tries to explain things or not explain things to the fashion that they want, it kind of loses something again. I, ladies and gents, am not one of them. I actually think that upon repeat watchings, I've enjoyed Triangle even more. When it first came out, my instant kind of knee-jerk reaction was to compare it to Time Crimes. And like I said before, Time Crimes is more my jam than Triangle is. But upon subsequent watches of this movie, I found myself enjoying it more. I think it's a movie that really does hold up well, um, and still does. I mean, this movie is now, what, 13, 14 years old? And I still think when we look at other movies that have come out since that play with the ideas of time travel. In fact, we dealt with one recently, less time travel and more alternate dimensions and timelines and continuum. I think Triangle is a smarter movie than that in terms of the way it utilises its pacing. Not a smarter, smarter movie overall. I think Continuum is probably the better movie of the two, but um, Triangle manages to do a lot with what is ostensibly the, the kind of hack and slash stock formula in a fashion which it probably shouldn't be nearly as good as it actually is. So there you go, my first pick for you is Triangle. Now I'm fully aware, and I've recorded this outro bit separate, that this episode has dropped uh, maybe about two weeks later than I had planned. So what we'll do is we will aim to get this 
uh, your reviews in and the next episode recorded before the end of the month. So you've only got a couple of weeks for this one. Your cutoff date for this is Monday the 27th of March. I need a review of Triangle Into Me Monday the 27th of March. You can submit it in uh, via a recording. You can submit it in via a typed up email and uh, submit it to the the full-on email address as listed in the show notes. You can also submit through the podcast under the stairs one, but I prefer it if it comes through the Teapots Collective. It just makes it easier when I'm sifting through my emails. So Monday the 27th, the episode will go out on Friday the 31st of March. Of course, at that time, I will be reviewing the next movie we're doing. And whilst this is not a full-on horror movie by any stretch of the imagination, it's dark and it's twisted. It's also a little bit shorter, and by God, the first time I watched this, it blew my tiny little mind. So stepping slightly to the side of the horror genre and going for something a little bit more science fiction-y and at the same time psychologically twisted, we are going to be looking at 2004's Primer. Now, Arrow Video recently put out a a very handsome Blu-ray of this, so if you can get your hands on that, I would suggest that you do it. It might be on the Arrow Video channel, but you can check it out in other places. This is uh, Shane Cruft's Primer from 2004. It's the next movie we'll be discussing. That review will be dropping the same day we'll be hearing your reviews of Triangle, which is on Friday the 31st of March. So it feels great to be back. Thank you very much for checking this episode out. I'm looking forward to reading your reviews of Triangle. And this is Duncan McLeish from Where to Begin with Season 4 Sci-Fi Horror. And I'll speak to you next time.